Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm Jesse, your DM. Cody playing Lazarus. Brennan playing Dis. Mike playing Nim. Britt playing Kenna. And we are Double Doubles and Dragons. We're a group of goofy Canadians that have gone together to play a little D&D. Uh, sometimes we will say things that are inoffensive. We mean them as jokes, of course, and they're certainly funny to us, but some people may find this offensive. If you do, we apologize, but we don't want any hate mail about it. So just don't listen, okay? Uh, let's jump right into the action. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Looks like our recording stuff is working good. Um, so let's get started. Uh, we'll start with some of the easy stuff and something we haven't had to do in a little while because of the downtime activities, but you guys are not in downtime anymore. You're very much out in active time. So we get to do some experience today. This yes. Is shocking. Been a while, been a while. But nevertheless, here we are. So for your adventures last, well, three sessions, last day for us. Uh, it is 1,000 experience each. It's 49. Uh, and then just while you're all writing that down, uh, so everybody except Dis still has inspiration. Shocker. <laughs> uh, Dis, anything you did last session that you think is worthy of being inspired? Um. Hmm. Because we're just basically exploring this area. Because mm -hmm. uh, this, all he really did was... That wasn't even in the last session. No. I don't think so. I don't know if there was enough that he even did anything that really went... The not. party did some good stuff, but I don't know if Dis did anything no, like unique to himself. If it was Lazarus, he could have... I could think of some things for him. Yeah. I can't even think of anything for Dis right now. Yeah, I can't either. Alright, well that's alright. So not, not this time. Not everybody can be a hero every session. That's right. <laughs> Sometimes say, I don't happens. think it disinspired me at all. <laughs> no! <laughs> was not an inspiring character last time. Shots fired, dude. Shots <laughs> fired. But we'll um, see about this time. Okay, we'll leave Dis without his inspiration then. Uh, next thing on the docket for us, uh, Lazarus couldn't be here to play today, which actually works out pretty good. <laughs> Um, as you'll all see fairly shortly. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, let's talk about what happened last session, uh, So you guys were in town. You set up some stilts. You walked over the vines of impending doom. You made your way to a graveyard. You found out that some graves had been destroyed. Some bodies had been taken. You talked to the god tree who told you that bodies of children had been taken and he would like those nutrient bags back. Uh, and you gave him some plant growth, which resulted in a, a bronze key being given. Truth. Uh, which I believe is in Lazarus's bag. So It is. Correct. Fun times there. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, so you guys did that and you figured, okay, let's go check out those other two paths. And you headed to the house of the priest, or what you hoped was the house of the priest. Um, to see if you could find that journal and see if you could figure out what's been going on in the town. You did find a house. It seems like it might be the priest's house. It is very well engraved with religious symbols all over the doors and windows, perhaps a little unsettlingly. <laughs> uh, and the inside of the house was free of vines, as was most of the outside, which may or may not have anything to do with all the religious symbols carved. It's kind of hard to tell. <laughs> You went inside, uh, you checked out a couple of rooms. If I remember correctly, it was what, Lazarus and Kenna went upstairs? 
No. Is that right? No, or was it or was it Dis went upstairs? Dis went upstairs. Nim went to the right into the dining room. Yeah. And I think Lazarus went left into the prep area, and then he was headed for the kitchen, and you were headed for whatever was past the dining room, that kind of... Like a utility closet. Yeah, like a utility area. And the two of you upstairs had two doors to choose from. You both chose to go to the right, and you found an impromptu library, but mostly fake. with empty fake books, but some real ones. Right, yeah, no, and... and uh, a chair that didn't really have much going on, and a little end table that looked like it should have a drawer, but cryptically did not. It's a room of disappointment is what it is. <laughs> ah, a room of disappointment. And I do remember some people were very concerned about Nim going upstairs. Okay. I remember that being a big concern for some people. Well, it's not... It's just that Nim gets really stuck. <laughs> we'll bring him the books. But he just can't have them right now. He's still mad about it. <laughs> just so everyone is aware, Nim is sitting here right now, shaking his head. So disappointed in, in <laughs> myself and Brennan. Some people treat poor Nim like a bookaholic. <laughs> maybe unfair, maybe fair. Who knows? We'll exactly. see. We want you to stay on the wagon. <laughs> the book wagon. The book wagon. <laughs> yeah. But reading is knowledge. Knowledge is power. <laughs> this is why you don't have a god. <laughs> But yeah, so that is where we were. Uh, anything anybody wants to bring up? There is some fairly creepy things going on here, so definitely uh, small details may be important. The death vine is not natural, which is why That's we right. plant growth. We did figure that out. Um, also, there's still, as a reminder, there's other living things here that the death vine has not been able to find. There's mysterious X's and O's on some of the doors that we That's need to right. figure that right. out. Um, time still works weird here. Time is working weird, which is concerning because we don't know how much time we have left. I would say after we leave this house, we should probably head back to the inn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's right, because we only had a couple Unless of Unless we originally. hole up in this house for the night. Because mm -hmm. this house seems to be unscathed. True. At least during the day. At least during the day. <laughs> Never has a word been said so ominously. <laughs> we should make birds stay in this house every night. <laughs> you sick fucks. <laughs> Poor bird. I love that I'm the one that always brings a bird. Not my familiar. Not my. It's a familiar? Yeah, not that's, that's why Kenna brings it up. She's like, ah, it's just a familiar. It doesn't have feelings. Leave it in the house. <laughs> Although really, Kenna should be like, why would you do that to Bird? He's a, he's a, he's an animal. <laughs> yeah. So that leaves us with the house and you all inside it. <coughs> so I think we'll begin with Nim. So Nim, you've already checked out the dining room area and there wasn't anything of particular note there. As you walk into the next room, so the again as a reminder, you came in through the front door, you went right, there was a dining room and then you have to turn left because it's really just that one room and that's the end of the house. So you have to turn left and kind of head a little deeper into the house. And it looks like just kind of a storage area, even just from the door frame as you're kind of looking in. It's got a, a kind of a tiled floor. It's got a couple of doors, look like little closet doors, some kind of big pantry maybe. Um, that's really all there is in there. There is a small uh, like preparation table or uh, maybe even like a clothes washing area. It does seem to have a little drain in it. Um, 
But yeah, that's that's the room that you're looking at. There are some windows. They do face out to the rest of the environment, but all of them have that carved in uh, just absolute flurry of religious symbols, which makes it almost impossible to see out the windows. But it lets enough light in that you can see by. Okay. Uh, I'm going to investigate the room. Okay, what are you looking for in particular? And where are you going? Uh, so... What are you opening, I suppose, would be a better idea. Yeah, I was going to say, I was like, I didn't think there was any entrance or exits. There is an exit. There is a... Now that you've come into this room, there's an exit to your left that looks like it leads into some sort of practical kitchen. Okay. Um, I'll just... I'll do a cursory investigation first and just see if there's anything of note. Like any books, journals, anything. Or really just if anything's like out of place or anything's there that should be there kind of thing. Sure. Uh, go ahead. Oh, wow. Uh, 26. Okay. So, Nim walks into this room and sees all... You take a couple of moments, you open some of the doors, you kind of look around the little table. You do find there is a little bit more to this room than you thought. There's kind of, um, the entire room's been set up in such a way that it kind of looks like a big laundry room almost. The more you look at it, the more of an impression you're getting. You find a, a slit in the wall that looks like it's got big rollers on it where somebody could roll something through the slit to somebody else on the other side of the wall. Um, each of the little cupboards that you're in have various cleaning apparatus in them. There's a thing that kind of looks like an ironing board, though they don't have an iron per se, but there is a big slab of metal with a handle that looks like maybe you could heat it up and use it in such a way. Uh, very much just looks like a big laundry room. Um, when you're moving your way through that, you do come across a fair bit of clothes. Um, one thing that you do find interesting, having run your laundromat for a little bit, is all of the clothes are children's clothes. Um, just based on the size. Hmm. Uh, outside of that, you find some cleaning, um, chemicals, not really chemicals for them, more just like basic soap and stuff like that. Uh, outside of that, on the very, what is that? The third closet in, uh, cause they're just kind of all on, they almost look like lockers, but not, they're a little bit bigger than that. Uh, third one on your way in through the room, on the bottom of the floor, there's a scrap of paper about yay big. Looks like maybe at one time it was part of a book, just based on, I mean, you're familiar with books and just kind of the edge has the right kind of uh, texture and glue to it. Like it looks like maybe it was part of a bound book at some point and somebody ripped it out. The page itself has been worn fairly decently, probably just from moisture and some of that. And it's kind of ruined the page a little bit. However, being as you are, you take a look at it and you do your best to see through the the mildew and kind of the gunk on the paper. And you come back with one sentence that's legible. Um, and the sentence simply reads, I think I have enough proof now. Is that it? No. Just making sure I have the flow right. Um, so it said, I think I have enough proof now. He definitely kidnapped the children. 
Told you we can't trust Willie. Uh, and that was it. That's that's the one line that's legible. You try your best with the rest, but it's just a gong show of mold, moisture, and the, the paper's fairly degraded. What was this guy? This was the... What house are we in again? The, the, the priest's priest house. Proof now he definitely kidnapped the children? Uh, he says, I think I have enough proof now he definitely kidnapped the children. Who's to say this is Willie? Maybe it's the priest. I mean, all the children's clothes are in the priest's house. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> and I mean... <laughs> Maybe this was an orphanage. Maybe this no was... bedrooms. Maybe this was a church. Maybe he cooked the children. Now, you're taking some time to read through this paper, and as you're sitting there on the floor, kind of kneeled down, looking at because you're trying to do this without really disturbing it at first, because you're not sure how well it'll hold together if you try to pick it up. And as you're sitting there, kneeling on the ground, facing away from the doorway behind you that leads to the kitchen, you suddenly hear a soft kind of... And then there's a loud as something hits the floor in the room behind you. Uh, I go to investigate what the <laughs> was. Okay. So, you walk into the kitchen. A uh, very cursory glance at the kitchen reminds you a lot of kind of just the kind of kitchen that you had back in the slave camps. It's very simple. There's a simple wood oven. There's some counter space. There's an ice box that doesn't look like it's seen ice in quite some time. Uh, and just a very general, kind of almost like you'd lay out a small kitchen in like a log cabin. There's not a ton to it, but there's a lot of counter space and a lot of areas that look like they would have been used for prep. Like maybe somebody was putting a lot of food out of this kitchen. Um, there are some things on the counters, big wooden bowls, big wooden spoons, that kind of stuff. Um, just a, a lot of stuff that kind of gives you the indication this might have been not necessarily a soup kitchen, but like a kitchen where a lot of food was made for somebody. That being said, as you come in, you notice two things right off the bat. The first is the long golden shaft that is used to create Lazarus's god weapon is just laying in the middle of the floor. Oh shit. No sign of Lazarus. But something else does catch your attention. Right in front of where that weapon has dropped, on the counter in the center area, is one silver spoon that has not been blackened in any way. It just sits on the counter, reflective as ever. Hmm. Well, that's concerning. Uh, I'll... Where do I get this in? Um, I will... God, how do I... Actually, no, that's right. I'm going to use prestidigitation to dirty the spoon. <laughs> Makes sense. So you raise your hands and you say, how do you dirty a spoon? Uh, filthy, filthy, icky, icky, gross. And immediately <laughs> the spoon is just covered with some sick shit. It's, it's like, it's just gross. It's like pond scum oh. mixed with like discarded food. He went all out to dirty. That's that spoon. It's gross. Uh, definitely not reflective anymore. Is Lazarus's like the... 
his god weapon, is that reflective too? Uh, normally it would be, but right now it's just the rod, so it's fairly dull. Okay, well, I'll take the god weapon rod and I'll put it in my backpack. Okay. Yeah, don't want to just leave that laying around. <laughs> Probably a good idea. <laughs> I totally would have just left it. <laughs> <laughs> you would have just left it? Yeah, and I'm trying to think, I, like, I don't think that's something I would have thought to do. Let it be a monument. <laughs> this is where we lost last <laughs> Let's put up a headstone. <laughs> well, I mean. Um, and then I guess. Have we tried the rings in here yet? Yes. To contact each other. Oh, right. Yes. It sounded like it was like showing through a tunnel. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I'll be like. Nim to dis! Nim to dis! There is a faint, it like, your ring, like, activates, but it's like talking to somebody over, like, an old 90s brick cell phone. Like, it, they're there, but it's crackly and super hard to hear. Uh, yeah, I if I can hear you. <laughs> Thank you, Des. <laughs> <laughs> Lazarus! <laughs> 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 Exactly. That's that's very well articulated. <laughs> We're on our way. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was very, very very Why nice. are you doing that? <laughs> yeah, just adding the pauses for no reason. Oh god. You're breaking. I'm gonna tell that. I think there's something going on with Lazarus. We should head down. All right. Good. We need to check out that other room, though, at some point, too. We do. Well, let's run. Run down the stairs. Or, we're upstairs, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'll walk down the stairs. <laughs> I don't know Dis, how Dis can is. run down the stairs. He's he's nimble. I mean, I'm pretty dexy, too. But. Alright, you come down the stairs. You you don't know where Nim is. He didn't tell you. So yeah. you just I, come I, down the stairs. I hit the finger. Yeah, I run down the stairs really quick and I look around. Uh, you wouldn't see him just based on where the stairs are. Nim, where are you at? Uh, I'm just going to yell. Makes sense. I'm over here! It, it's pretty easy. I mean, the, the whole bottom Small. floor has only got four rooms. It's pretty easy to hear where I'll he's coming from. So yeah, you run in, and since he put the weapon away already, it just looks like a regular kitchen with a really rank-ass spoon sitting on the counter. Whoa. Whoa, what does that smell? <laughs> So when I came in, the spoon, it wasn't dirty. It was totally reflective, and it's like silver, so it was like super reflective. So. And I just found, and I found this leg on the floor, and I whip out Lazarus's god weapon. Well, the rod. Oh, no. (laughs) Where's Lazarus? I don't know. All I heard was a, and a. (laughs) Maybe he's just going to the bathroom. Maybe we just need to wait. Have you looked for him? Well, I mean... Lazarus! I'm gonna go look for Lazarus. I start yelling. Where would he go without his god weapon? This is true. It's a good point. There are only three doors in the kitchen. There's the door that comes from the prep room. There's the door that comes from the laundry room. And there's a door that leads out back. However, that door is closed, much as the front door was and has been carved with religious symbols on both the inside of the door and the outside. Or you assume, anyway. The same kind of religious symbols? Just that huge collage of all of them on top of each other. Um, But with that crest that you guys found. 
Mm-hmm. Right. The one that is half of a pin that somebody remembered seeing on uh, Lance's coat. What were the two doors that are not going to the outside? They were the one leads the... to the laundry room, the laundry. and the other leads to the to the like kind of preparation serving room. Well, which way did they come? Did you guys come through the prep room? Yeah, which way? Uh, if you guys were listening to his voice, it would have been quicker to go through the prep room. So yeah. Well, Lazarus isn't in the prep room. We just came through there. Well, and I came from the other way. Oh. Could you have gotten through the door? I point to the uh, the marked door. Uh, we can check, but let's not try to let any vines in. And I don't think he had his stilts with him. But there... You guys all put your stilts by the front door, if I remember correctly. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Can we look outside the back door? Um, you can't. You'll have to open it. The glass and the doors have been carved so much they're impossible to see out of. I'll go over and try to open the door. Sure. I'll do it super slowly, uh, taking into account the vine comment. You should also just, like, stomp your feet a bunch so that you create the vibrations. vibrations. I'm going to do that, too. Okay. I'll just start stomping. I'll do the same. I'll stand beside him and just, like, <laughs> So the both of you are standing at the door, just stomping your feet. Go away, vines. Go away, vines. Go yeah. <laughs> uh, Dis, you grab the handle. Uh, it's very similar to the front door in that it kind of just has that, like, lash that lifts up. Uh, and as soon as you lift it, it pops and you feel the <laughs> resistance on the door drop as it kind of starts to swing inwards on its yeah, own. Yeah, I'll barely open it. I'll just look outside really quick and just look down at the ground as well to see if there's any footprints leading away. Okay. So you look outside. Uh, there's a back porch that is a lot like the front porch. It kind of looks like it almost maybe doesn't quite skirt the entire house, but it definitely skirts the back and the front of the house. Um, it looks very much the same as the front one did. There's no vines on the porch itself, though you do see them on the ground. Uh, and when you look out over that porch, uh, there's a small clearing, kind of like a backyard, and then the woods. But in that clearing are three little huts, all with one door, all only about as big as, say, two or three feet wide and two or three feet deep. Uh, and yeah, they're just, the three of them are sitting there, just these little huts. Um, in terms of, I mean, general footprints, you don't see any right off the bat. You could do a survival check to look for more detail, but just general glance, it doesn't look like anybody's uh, there. I'll do a survival check, even though I can't shit this. Sure, go ahead. Let's do a, yeah, quick glance. Uh, quick glance. Yeah. Fifty. Okay. Uh, you take a look. There's a little bit of um, dust on the back porch. It doesn't look like it's been disturbed in some time. I don't think Lazarus went through this way. I point out the dust. You do notice one of the little huts out back, the one in the middle, the door is swinging ever so slightly back and forth. Um, though if it's from the wind or something else, you can't be sure. Do we remember if that door was, like, closed before? You wouldn't have seen it. This is the back of the house. There's a door over there, though, that looks like somebody might have just head through it. So you can see, we can see the door from where we are? Yes. The fog in the backyard is just a little thinner. All around this house, it's a little thinner. Um, but there, there's vines the whole way through? There's vines in the backyard, just not up on the porch. The vines have started to cover these three little huts, but they haven't completely taken them over. The doors still look like they would work. I could try to fly over. We could go grab our stilts, too, and just walk over. We could do that, too. Probably should stay together right now. Probably. I don't understand how a giant lizard just disappears. 
Well, it was the reflection. He's in the mirror realm. Yeah. What's her? Denise took him. Denise. Denise. (laughs) (laughs) T-nice. All right. What's the plan? You've still got one room you haven't searched, and technically you haven't searched the kitchen that much. I'm scared there's going to be shiny objects in the kitchen. Well, I mean, there already was a shiny object in the kitchen. Exactly. We should finish looking through this house and then check it out, just in case. What? How's the, like, light levels? Uh, it seems normal. Ken is, like, obsessive yeah, like daytime. this. Hard to tell with the fog, but you're getting the usual ambient light that you've been getting during the daytime here. I think we should check out the two rooms remaining here, and then we can go check out that post over there. I don't think Lazarus is in there. I think that might be something else. So otherwise there be tracks. Uh, so I'm going to go back to... Upstairs? Yeah. I follow. Okay. What did you guys find upstairs, by the way? She loaded books. What? <laughs> <laughs> you didn't call me? <laughs> what is... Kenneth just probably looks at me with just such an exasperated look immediately. <laughs> They weren't weren't all books. It was very disappointing. That's just why we didn't tell you right away. They were fake. A lot of fake books. What what do you mean fake books? It was just the covers. Nothing else. They had no gods. It was disgrace. Sounds like a travesty. (laughs) Exactly. We thought you might find it blasphemous. But were were there any real books? Probably. Yes. Probably. <laughs> yes, there's a stack of ten real books. Ish. And then it's gone. It's like ten to twelve, I don't remember. How about this? How about Nim goes and checks out that room? The, the room of blasphemy. And Ken and I can go check out the rest of the house. Well, let's make sure we get this door shut and That's locked true. up again. Yeah, I'm gonna shut the door carefully and I'm also gonna stamp my feet after I close it just in case. There's any vines left to swing in. I wonder if there's like a trap door that goes underneath this house. Because we had to walk up onto the porch, right? Yep. There's like three stairs, I think. I mean, it's a pretty sad. You gotta expect some weird shit to go on in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wanna Her like. Stereotype. As we're walking around. I saw everybody's eyes when I said there was children's clothes in his laundry room. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanna like, as we're walking, I just wanna be looking very diligently to see if there would be anything that I could think of would be a trapdoor to get under. Okay, while you're on your way back upstairs. I'm going to ask Nim as well. Did you find anything where you looked? I found a note in the bottom of one of the cupboards in the pantry said, I think I have enough proof now he definitely kidnapped the children. Well, that's concerning. And there's all these kids' clothes in there. In the pantry? Well, it was like a laundry room pantry thing. Just another priest. <laughs> oh my god. Shit. I think we'll need to go back to that room. Thanks, so too. But I'm very curious as to what's upstairs. <laughs> well, just that's, tell me where you're going. Yeah, let's upstairs. go check out. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Nim, what are you doing? I'm going upstairs. Okay. <laughs> Is anybody searching the kitchen before they leave? Well, I guess we probably should. Let's search. Let's search the kitchen first, just in case Lazarus is, like, in a cupboard or something. But what if... That's true. <laughs> what in God's good mind do you think 
Lazarus could fit in a cupboard. What kind of cupboard? Maybe it shrunk him or something. <laughs> what if it's a walk-in? I mean, the icebox <laughs> is kind of big. <laughs> well, maybe he's, he's a lizard. He doesn't fit. Okay, all right. Just be careful, because if there's one shiny thing, there's probably other shiny things. All right. Well, if you see something shiny, just let me know, and then I can gross it up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I who's checking where? No, you can't. I don't think it says anything about that, but if it does, sure. So, um, yeah, so who's checking where? So this room... I guess we'll go as three into the other... Or to the kitchen. Okay. So there's there's a center, kind of like an island that has little cupboards built into it. There's cupboards on the walls as well. There's an ice box in the corner. Uh, and then there's the big wood oven that has kind of like a one big door for the bottom and then like a stove cooking top as well. Um, the that's the gist of the room, really. <laughs> Lazarus, no! <laughs> so who wants to check where? I'll check the island. I'll check around all the cupboards. Were there any drawers? Uh, the cupboards have drawers and, and doors. Or I guess I'll check the cupboards that are out of Nim's uh, height range, and I'll let him check the rest. Okay, there are a few a little higher up, that makes sense. Yeah, I'll check the ones near the floor. Okay. That's my expertise. So you guys are leaving the icebox and the stove for now? Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I guess I go by the stove, just quick. Yeah. Just pop it open. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> give, give me the, um, give me the inspection rolls. Or investigation rolls, I should say. Roll for inspection. <laughs> I'm gonna use a lucky point. Oh, Nim's using a lucky point, okay. Investigation? Yes. Oh, that worked. Uh, 27. Okay. Holy shit. 18? He gets to use his intelligence. Ten. Ten. No. Okay. Oh, yes, right. He's intelligent. I'm wise. So, Nim checks the bottom <laughs> cupboards. In these bottom cupboards and drawers, everything that's a drawer that looks like it might have contained cutlery or some other small objects have all been emptied. Probably pretty quickly, just based on, like, there are dings inside the drawers where it looks like people were just, like, frantically yanking things out of there. Um... When you look at the cupboards on the bottom, you find in almost every cupboard there is a large wooden bowl or a small wooden bowl or a medium-sized wooden bowl. But there's always wooden bowls, and none of them are right side up. All of them have been turned upside down so that they're facing downwards. Um, they're all like that. There's about 15 of them. Is there, like, if I lift the bowl, is there anything under the bowl? Uh, if you pick one of the bowls and lift it up, you can see underneath is just a ton of silverware or other shiny objects. And they're not? Dirty. Not dirtied. Okay, after I lift the first look? bowl, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> um, there is, when you lift the bowl, for the faintest of moments, you could swear you hear children singing. And then when you kind of slam the bowl back down, it stops. Do I hear this close to him, or is it... It's very you? soft. Only only Nim can hear it. Uh, as soon as I see that, I'll be like, Be careful, guys! There's silverware under the bowls. Looks reflective. Whoa. 
Uh, is there anything in the cupboards I'm looking in the higher cupboards that you've been looking at, everything has been emptied out of them. Again, just based on how it looks, it looks like it was a rush. Like some of the doors are kind of off their hinge because somebody was manhandling them. There's scrapes on the bottom of the wood for the shelves where it looks like people were just dragging things off of them as fast as they could. Um, but all of yours are empty. Um, like bizarrely empty, like very, like not even a single glass has been left or I say it's, they're completely emptied. Are they dusty, or...? They're dusty now. Okay. Yeah. There's nothing up here. I'll have a look down at the uh, same stuff Nim was looking through. Okay. You also went by the stove and just kind of popped it open. Inside the stove, there's an... It's the area where you would shove the logs in, or at least there's <coughs> that bottom shelf, and then there's, like, a slat of metal, and then what you could cook in the oven on top. On top of that, there's a big pile of soot with little bits of white paper sticking out of it. Like somebody just tried to burn a bunch of stuff before they left. I'm going to filter through a little bit in there. I'll stop at the the stove and I want to filter through this paper and see mm-hmm. if there's actually anything written on it. Like they were trying to actually burn documents or something like that. Or if it was... Sure. Um, or if it was just haphazardly, you know, whatever paper was close by. Yeah. So you start pulling out the little bits of paper, and it, it, they all seem to be the same. They all look like children's drawings. They, you know, like people would draw with crayons or charcoal, that kind of stuff. They're just very crude. You can see little bits of, like, somebody drawing a picture of their own house. Like, you can kind of see the corner and, like, the typical stick figure style. A very low-quality just general children's drawings. All of them seem to be that. You're getting these little bits and pieces of children's artwork out of it. I, um, I uh, show everybody yeah. else that. I'm like, wow, this is really fucking creepy. It looks it, like they burned all children's... Every children's drawing they had. It is a little unsettling. One of the pieces, it's the one of the bigger ones you pull out from kind of the base of the soot. Seems to have just been burned less than the others. It's kind of browned and blacked along the edges, but the core of the of the drawing seems to have stayed intact through whatever randomness of flame. Um, it's a drawing of somebody's yard. You can see where they've kind of roughly drawn in like the grass for their backyard. And it has, in the creepy way only children can draw, it's that two dimensions where you can see the dirt underneath. And the drawing is of a bunch of stick people in a cave under the ground, and they all seem to be screaming upwards. So, this is a horror right here. <laughs> <laughs> this is a horrible crate. Um, as you show it to Nim, you're like, this is fucked up. You notice that on the back, there's some very crudely written statements. It, very much in children's handwriting, like just that horrible, all over the place style of writing. And it reads as follows. I flip it over to show everybody that as well when I realize it's there. Sure. It seems to be a little poem of some kind, though it's not written well, again, probably by children. It says, It's time to play with disemboweled Denise. Just let me know when you're done writing. Good. 
call her name three times in the deep, deep dark. Stare in the mirror and hold your knees. Don't chicken out and turn on the light. Or she will keep your soul for life. Um, while you're reading this out, Nim, I assume you being one of the uh, particularly paper-centric characters, um, the, the other pieces, if you kind of lay them out, um, you notice just looking at each of them, even though each one of them seems to be a piece of a completely different drawing, you do notice that some of them on the back have odds and ends of this poem. Like, it looks like every drawing had this poem on the back when they were burned. Um, this one just seems to be the only one that survived. This is super good feeling. I am creeped the fuck out. So Lazarus turned on the light. It was his fault. <laughs> <laughs> Mystery solved. Let's get out of here. Is room on? Nope. Who wants to do a wield? <laughs> well, that's concerning. Uh, Kenna, where were you searching? I was searching the uh, island. Right. Um, in your in the cupboards in the island, they're all empty. But you do notice that somebody's gone through the effort in these uh, in these island cupboards to take just a little bit of extra time and clean them. There's no or there's not as much dust in them as there were in some of the other cupboards. Um, but you're not sure the significance of that. Is there, like, shelves in here? Mm, yeah, little ones. Can I play around with them? Sure. Like, try to move them and stuff? Yeah, you kind of play around with them for a little bit, Pull but... Push, whatever, no? no? Nothing seems to really happen. It's weird. This cupboard's quite clean. Were your cupboards clean? They had a lot of dirt in them. Kind of build up over time, it seems like. Yeah. This one doesn't. Not as much, anyway. Not as much. Have a look as well at that one. Try to uh, actually in that one. Can I just stick my hands in random spots and just kind of feel around, maybe for a yeah weird shit. Yeah, uh, roll a luck roll. Damn seven. Okay, so you you do that. You kind of move your hands around, but it just seems like empty cupboards. Uh, I want to open the ice box. <clears throat> okay. Um, so you grab the handle for the icebox and you crack it open and there's kind of that resistance a little bit of the ice from the inside and just the buildup and stuff like that. As you give it a bit of a tug and it pops open, you kind of jump back a little bit because you're immediately met with your reflection as it seems like somebody has taken all the mirrors they could find of varying sizes and have just shoved them into this icebox. So you kind of see your reflection bounced back at you several times. 
Mein Name ist Göran. <laughs> I, again, for a bare moment, you have that feeling of like somebody softly singing Ring Around the Rosie in, in your ears, but just faintly before the door closes again. Do you guys hear that? Hear you what? Children singing. Uh, <laughs> I'm afraid they don't. I'm going to get super close to him as soon as he says that and just listen as well. Not, what, what were you what? doing to hear this? When I saw my reflection. Why'd you see your reflection? <laughs> There are mirrors in the fridge. The icebox. So, before I do this, just letting everybody know, my wisdom is plus two, my intelligence is plus one. I pop open the thing again. Okay. Immediately. Like, what are you talking about? Uh, yeah, and you as well. See your reflection staring back at you several times over. Most of them cover each other, but there's always that. They're kind of all over the place and inside this little icebox. Why are there mirrors in the icebox? Do I hear anything? Uh, very faintly you begin to hear the sound of, like, like soft giggling. What is that? Do you guys hear that? I keep the thing open. As I close it. <laughs> Ken is just like, nope! <laughs> uh, Kenna didn't hear anything. Nim didn't this time either. It was like children giggling or something. So you heard it when you looked at it, when you saw yourself. That's right. And you heard it when you saw yourself. Yeah. But I didn't hear it when he looked at himself. Did you hear it when he looked at it? No. And neither of us heard it when you heard it before. Sounds right. The only way to test this is for sure, though, is, Kenna, you have to look. <laughs> I'm not looking at those ears. <laughs> Why not? You scared? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, Pure I am. Pure, Pure pressure, pressure kids. It's a real danger. <laughs> They all ended up wherever they are now, anyways. It's just an, it's just an urban day, <laughs> urban legend. That's cool. I'm okay with not risking it. <laughs> Idiots. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, based on this note on the back of the drawing, I mean, it sounds like we're gonna have to, you know, we're gonna have to take control of the mirror dimension. So and I'm calling it now. <laughs> And not be dumb like Lazarus and drop my weapon on the way in. <laughs> Some of us don't have god weapons. Don't worry. I'll protect you. <laughs> Drops it. <laughs> oh no. Drops it, disappears. You're like, well. <laughs> well, we're dead. That's the end of that. Good campaign, guys. <laughs> I'm converting gods. Oh, good god. I think we should go check upstairs. In the mirror dimension? I don't know if there's a mirror dimension up there. There could be. You're right. We should check. Get the soot ready. <laughs> Can you do your gross thing if there's more shiny things? I want to... I'm curious as to why they just... I want to go into the pantry where they had the, the bowls mm -hmm. over top of the... Because Nim told us about that. Yep. I want to lift up and take a piece of silverware. Okay. Show everybody else. Like, I'll cover the reflection part of it and put it in my bag. Why? I'm keeping this in case we do need something to reflect. We're going to have to get Lazarus eventually. Why don't we just make it dirty? What if you accidentally see yourself? Well, I mean, what if I'm you not accidentally... worried. Oh my god. <laughs> as long as we don't take it out of here. Hold on. I'll put it in like a pouch in my backpack that's separated okay. from everything else. Things I'm not generally going to look in. Okay. Even that has me nervous. <laughs> this is... This is Dis. He's he's accustomed to holding onto things that make people nervous. 
It'll be fine. Nothing can be seen in there. I'm pretty sure. I promise you he doesn't hear any voices from the spoon. Actually, that's a good question. So, I'm assuming when I see my reflection as I'm putting it away, I hear... There is a soft giggling sound. As soon as I put it away and I can't see it anymore... It stops. Okay, there was giggling when I could see myself still. But now it's gone when I put it in the bag. We're fine. Everything's fine. Doesn't seem fine. I don't think the children think it's fine. Don't worry. I can, like, tonight, I'll just pull this out when it's dark and we can... No! Say things into it. It'll be fun. <laughs> I'm working with idiots. <laughs> you scared I, of a little horror story? I usually have a Lazarus to, like, <laughs> tone it down. Just finished getting told today that somebody dis was their favorite character, and now he's like, I'm gonna take the spoon. Yeah. Thank you for that. <laughs> I'm gonna show you why you're wrong. <laughs> I'm going upstairs. Okay. You want one too? I, I think one's enough. Okay. Well, maybe just in case you disappear. Oh That's my right. gosh, you guys are idiots! <laughs> <It's> good thinking. <laughs> Alright, now Nim also has a reflective spoon in his bank. <laughs> They're both gonna disappear tonight. I'm gonna be all alone with Willie. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, things could be worse for Willie. <laughs> That's true. You're gonna make Willie's 13 years. How old is Willie? Uh, 50s. Yeah, 50s. So he's like my grandpa. Depending on how old your grandpa is. In the world is, where yeah. there's nobody else who exists. Well, I'm like 16, so. Oh yeah, things are getting a bit weird. <laughs> I'm sure now they are. <laughs> Five always before. puts it into perspective. That's Going right. Upstairs. Never forget, you're all like 16. I forget that often, actually. <clears throat> I'll make sure before, after we've taken the spoons, like cover the rest okay. of the spoons back up. Okay. And shut the door, like leave everything the way we found it, minus the spoons. Okay. So, you all get to the base of the stairs, you look up, the door to the right is still open because you guys didn't close it on your way out, and the door on the left is still closed. To uh, the yeah, and I'll point out the room to Nim. I'll go to the book room. Okay. Nim hops in. There's that moment where you just have the, like, so many books! And then you see that, like, all of them are just, like, empty frames except, like, nine of them. <laughs> just vomit. All you hear from that room is just, Who would do such a thing? <laughs> I told like, you we shouldn't talk about the books until we were done. This might be a minor <laughs> crisis here. <laughs> Why? <laughs> All right, well, that leaves Nim standing in the doorway crying, and and uh, Dis and Kenna, you're both facing the other door. I open the door. Okay. I'm, I like, close my eyes. Yeah, I'm waiting, like, all ready to fight. I'm like, basically, every door Is Kenna in front, then? Is that why her eyes are closed? Yeah, I think Kenna opened the door. Yeah. So then I'm just, like, kind of the, you know, the guy who's going to go in first. I like they're closed, but they're not like fully closed. You know what I mean? They're just like yeah, the squinting, the like, squint. Ugh. Like I don't want to know if like my reflections. I want to shut them right away, but like okay, okay. So Uh-oh. the door opens. It's a small bedroom of some kind, and I stress of some kind because there, sure enough, is a small single style bed in the middle and a table to the side with a little wash basin in it that somebody probably used for freshening up in the morning, and there's a window that faces out to the side of the building, but again has those carvings of religious symbols in the window. Through that faint light, 
you notice that this room is much brighter than a lot of the other ones, thanks to flickering candlelight. Mm. As you realize, hmm, flickering candlelight, your eyes are naturally drawn to where the candles are, and that's when things start to get a little strange. Because on the bed, and the floor, and the walls are drawings of a complex geometric nature, all etched into the floor and the ceiling and the walls with some sort of tool. They've been just carved into the material. But on the bed, the sheets and the comforter are laying perfectly flat, and draped on top of that is another geometric symbol. This one definitely in blood, based on the color. And out through all of these, there are candles just in strategic spots in those patterns all over the room. About 15 candles, about five patterns, all as big as either the floor or the wall, and one pattern that takes up the entirety of the bed. In the center of that pattern on the bed are small knickknacks, little trinkets and toys, a little stuffed bear, a wooden choo-choo train, that sort of thing, just in the center of that arrangement on the bed. How fresh is the blood? Uh, it looks pretty dry. Um, you're a little dry. nervous to step inside. The pattern takes up the entire floor. Um, but just looking at it from the outside, it looks very dry. But the candles are all still lit, but don't seem to be leaking any wax. Like, you would expect, even if they'd been burning for a small time, there'd be some sort of candle dripping. These do not have that. They continue to burn, but there's no wax drip. I just, uh, go up to the door handle and just shut the door. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know about that Now nah, we need to see what's in there. Nim. That's not one. I could shapeshift. No, we probably want you normal just in case we need to. But I could. But I no. But I can fly, and then we could go. In, then I can oh. get a good bird's eye view of the room. And it's super small though. I don't know. You're 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 kind of almost trapped more than. We should just go in together. No, but then I could get a view of the floor and stuff from above. Without having people standing in the way of things. <coughs> but Nim, you should probably come see this. One sec! Nim, <laughs> <laughs> put the book down! Uh, go ahead. I, I just... I, I believe there was about 15 books? No. No. <laughs> uh, you you suspect at least nine are real. Nine. Okay. I piled all the real books out. Yeah. Okay. I want to... I'm not going to read the books, but I want to pop them open and, like, flip through them and see if there's, like, what kind of books they are, at least. Okay. Fair enough. So, Nim, do you take a seat in the chair, or are you just standing, or... Um... How does Nim read? <laughs> He probably just, like, takes the book and, like, puts it on the floor and then, like, leans over it because he's so tiny. Fair enough. All right, so you begin taking the books off the pile, crack them open, leaf through them, set them aside once you have a general understanding of what each book is about. Uh, it doesn't take you very long. The first book you pull off the pile, you flip through the pages, all blank. 
you think, hmm, odd. You set it to the side. You pick the next book up. You flip all the way through it. Again, blank. Seems a bit strange. You work your way through the pile. Every book but one is completely blank. The remaining book is much smaller than the others. More of like a personal note-taking book rather than like a published book of some kind. It's seen rougher times. Um, it's definitely got a lot of wear. The cover's quite beaten up. Uh, and as you start flipping through the pages, you notice quite a few of them are stuck together. They've gotten wet. There's kind of a gooeyness to all the pages. It actually kind of reminds you of the page you found downstairs. It has that same degradation to it. Um, you're gonna need more time to study that book. It's so dilapidated that quickly rifling through it is probably going to destroy it. You're gonna need to sit down and take some time to work through it carefully. Um, but from a very brief glance, your guess is it's some kind of journal. Um, it seems to be written in first person. The little bits and pieces you get seem to be roughly dated. There's a couple of spots up in the top corner of the page where it looks like somebody's written out some kind of date, but most of them have been obliterated by damage. But there's enough there. That's the impression you get. It's a journal of some kind. Okay, I'm going to take one of the blank books in the, the journal. Okay. And then I'll be like, okay, what did you guys want to show me? It's probably been, what, like, ten minutes? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Nim's pretty fast, but it still takes a while to get through all the books. So yeah, Ken asked for help, and you are like, one sec! And then ten minutes later, you're like, okay, now what? Ken, what's up? We're just like, freak the fuck out on the other side. Yeah, they're, they're both just like shaking on the landing. <laughs> Open the door for Nim. Have a look. Seems normal. <laughs> <laughs> For this house, at least. <laughs> it's anything but normal. Lazarus! No no reply, I'm afraid. Well, he's not in here. <laughs> Where would he be in here? Under the bed? <laughs> God, you really need to learn about size. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if anybody checked under the bed. Nobody's gone in yet. Okay. Is there any way to get towards the bed without, like, disturbing the blood markings everywhere? The blood markings are only on the sheets. The rest of it's been carved into the wood of the floor and the walls. So technically speaking, stepping on it doesn't look like it would disturb the pattern. Okay. And the trinkets in the middle, about how many are there? Uh, your best guess is eight from here, but you can't be sure. It's, a, it's a, not a small number, but not a large number. Would it roughly match about how many children Willie told us went missing? Possibly. Maybe a little more, maybe a little less. It's hard to tell. Okay. From a distance. I shapeshifted to a flying creature of sorts. Okay. A bird. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, your main one's what, a raven or something? Usually I would go, or like, eagle. eagles, yeah. usually, but I think an eagle would be too big, so I would do something smaller. So, raven, probably. Okay. Nim's just going to walk into the room. Okay. Seeing Nim walk in, this will follow. Alright, so Kenneth shapeshifts, starts to fly in, Nim just confidently strides in after him, <laughs> and uh, Dis follows up the rear. Uh, all three of you step and or fly into the room, and nothing happens. 
I want to look at all the intricately drawn things from above. Okay. Uh, what are you looking for? A pattern, if I can make sense of it. My spiny senses are tingling hmm. and trying to tell me this might be a map. To see if I can make sense of the drawings. Okay. They seem like some sort of religious ceremony. So oh. I will have you do a religion check. Okay. Or summoning Meyer. <laughs> and maybe maybe more blood for that. I was gonna say this was so many It's only a little blood. He's not gonna be happy when we find that out. I'm like, oh yeah, I should have t- totally recognized that. Nim saw this coming. Can you use my inspiration? And you roll no. <laughs> <laughs> And you roll a one. Alright, can I use your inspiration? Seven. Okay, so you take a look at the patterns that are on the floor, the wall, and the ceiling in the bed. And, I mean, most of them to you just kind of look like squiggly lines and shapes layered on top of each other. It just kind of looks like a mess to you. Mm -hmm. Nothing really stands out as being of particular note. It's kind of like somebody just drew all over the walls. But I do get the feeling it's a religious something. It's just a best guess on your part. You just don't recognize any of the symbology. Uh, Nim and Dis, in the meantime, you guys are obviously standing on one of the symbols, but, uh, you don't feel anything, there's nothing really, it's just, you know. Uh, seeing, like, the blood work and everything like that, I want to go up to, or is there a place I can see as, like, kind of the central piece of the entire engraving slash blood? It looks like the toys would be your best bet. Can I go, I want to go touch one of the toys lightly, and also at the same time touch, like, my necklace of shit from Meyer. Mm -hmm. Or actually, I'm going to touch the hilt of my god weapon. Okay. Or hold the hilt of my god weapon and go, Meyer, what is this? Mentally. And see if there's... Okay. So you reach out, you touch the the teddy bear and the toys and that kind of stuff. And as you're reaching your hand to ask Meyer what's going on, everything on the bed just kind of disintegrates. <laughs> before you get a chance to ask. And then as that powder, because it kind of just poofs into dust... As that dust spreads out, it touches the pattern on the bed, and that immediately begins to unravel. You can see it, like, disintegrating uh, as it goes. It's about half gone. Half gone? Yeah, it's slowly unwinding itself and disappearing. I'll take a step back with my hand off of it to see if it slows down the progress. Okay. Uh, It doesn't seem to. It's still going. Uh, Then in that case, I'll go back and touch it and try the same thing really quick. Maya, what is this? More urgently. Uh, no response. Um, all of the blood from the bed is gone now, and you notice that the gravings, or the engravings, I should say, that link to it from the walls and the floor have also begun to degenerate. Hmm. Nim looks under the bed. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You take a look under the bed. There's more carvings under there, and there's also a small almost urn-like looking object that's under the bed, in the center of that pattern. Um, While you're down there looking, you can see the pattern unraveling even more along the walls and the floor. Basically, anywhere where it's been carved in, it's disintegrating by basically scratching itself out as it goes. It's almost like you can see somebody trying to erase it, but it's just happening on its own. Are the candles still going? Uh, they are, but they're flickering wildly in every direction. Are they melting? No. If I put my hand over the candle, is it hot? Uh, cold. 
Oh, I let everyone know. Those candles are weird. Uh, as far as you can tell, you've lost about 20% of the pattern in the room so far. I unshapeshift. Okay. Uh, I'll try to take a copy of the pattern, or what I remember of it, as it's before it even gets halfway done. Sure. Um... What's your natural, or like, um, cause you have, what, your, your proficient in forgery kits? Is that your main one? Uh, disguise kits, I believe forgery, well, thieves tools, disguise kits. Um. Mm. I would have, or we would have the stuff to copy it over really quick, but yeah. I'm not yeah, I'm more just trying to think about how to gauge how well you copy it down. Um, I had this the blank book. <laughs> Take it. Okay. Um, I would say you could either roll it as a history check to see if you can kind of commit it to paper fast enough, or we could do it as dexterity. How fast my charcoal moves? If you were, hmm. yeah. If you're more concerned about getting more of it down than it being exactly correct, I would say then use sleight of hand. Yeah, because I'm going to. Yeah, because I want. I don't care about it as accurate as possible because I know I'm not going to be able. But you want to get the most of it that you can. Yeah, something that like Nim or somebody else or Kennedy, somebody who's magically inclined, could maybe work out what it was. Sure, that sounds good. (coughs) So sleight of hand. Yeah. Uh, twenty-one. Okay. Um, so as the pattern continues to deteriorate, you're basically copying down as much of it as you can get. You're not sure how much of it you got, but you got down everything you could before it disappeared. That's basically what you spend the next, like, five minutes doing as it degenerates. Uh, what are the two of you doing as it continues to unravel? Um, the pattern in this room, was it similar to that that was carved on the windows in the outside of the house? No, the windows on the outside of the house are carved in religious symbols. Like, somebody took the actual religious seal and just basically stamped it all over everything and just did it with a bunch of them. Um, or carved them in, in the case of the glass. Uh, it doesn't match this at all. This is more like, think of like, if somebody drew like a circle, then they drew several triangles on top of it, then they drew a couple of ellipses, then they drew two squares. Like, it's just this knot of geometric uh, shapes just all on top of each other. Hmm. I mean, your best bet, especially being a wizard, like, it's definitely a spell layout of some kind. You just don't recognize it. Okay. Somebody did some sort of ritual in here. That much seems painfully obvious. I think this is where they summoned Denise. Disavowed Denise? Disemboweled Denise. <laughs> and then moved it up. The point of a cannon. The pattern has about 10% remaining. It's unraveled from the ceiling and the walls, and it's unraveling towards that last circle in the center of the floor. Uh, I want to go. Well, is that a good idea? Because uh, there's an urn under the bed, right? Yes. I don't think we know there's an urn. Yeah, no, I, I said it. Nim saw it. I thought I told you guys. No. Oh, okay. No. I tell you guys there's an urn under the bed. I want to try to grab the urn. <laughs> sure. Before I unshapeshifted, I was, like, taking it all in. Mm-hmm. I want to keep that in my mind. Okay, you can try. To the best of my ability, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Nim, or Dis, you dive under the bed, grab the urn, you just yank it up out of there? 
I look at Nim while I'm holding Mirren. Careful. <laughs> I'll carefully take it out. <laughs> okay. As you start to slide the urn out from under it, that last bit of the pattern is starting to unravel, that last circle. As you slide the urn out from under the bed, the circle finishes evaporating, and there's a soft kind of thudding sound, almost like if somebody, like there was a thunder crack, but there's no light, there's no sound, it's just that force wave that you feel. And every window you hear in the building, because you can hear it downstairs as well, just blows out um, from the force of it. And then the candles go out and you're left in the dark. And we'll leave it there for this session. <laughs> what? <laughs> I pull out the silverware. Wow, what a cliffhanger. I wonder what's going to happen next time. Uh, seriously, guys, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening in. Uh, if you liked what you heard, share us with your friends. If you hated what you heard, share us with your enemies. Uh, seriously, though, like, comment, subscribe. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll find out what happens to Double Doubles and Dragons next time. <laughs>